Thank you for tuning in to For the Christian Culture, a podcast centered on Christian living, mind, body, and soul. Hey y'all, good afternoon. I hope that you're having an amazing day. I wanted to come to you all right now during a lunch break because something has just been heavy in my heart and I've been needing to talk to God about it. And one thing that I do love about this podcast is that I feel like I'm you all are family and I do believe that with God he's present everywhere and he has created a community of believers that if we are in him then we're present with him and with that being said I have just definitely been seeing how he's just been working in my life and our lives as a whole so I wanted to come to y'all today and just uh, share some vulnerability with you all (laughs) but before I do let's just pray God, thank you, Father. Thank you, loving and merciful Father, for your presence and for your gift of salvation and sanctification. God, we just come to you right now. We're just thanking you for another day and for keeping us, saving us, God. Thank you for your presence that can change mindsets, it can change attitudes, it can change personalities, it can change situations, God. Thank you for that. And Lord, right now we just come to you and we're just, we're just wanting to just lie in your presence for a second, God. Just understand that you are God, you are God alone and we can't do it without you. Forgive us, Father, for thinking that we can and that it's through our power and through our might that we can change situations, but we know that it's only through your spirit, Lord God. And right now, I just come to you, Father, just tired and broken and vulnerable, God. But in these moments... In these moments, God, I know that you are strong. And in you, this is where power lies. And whenever we can trust in you, Father, we know that your will will your will shall be done. And by trusting in you. 
we're releasing our power to you and we're releasing our control over to you, Father. We're just coming right now, God. Just asking that you do a work in us, God, that you just heal our hearts, that you heal our minds, that you renew our mind, God, and renew our hearts so that we can be in line with how you would have us to act and where you'd have us to go. I thank you in advance, God, for your blessings and for your mercy and for your favor. Thank you, God, for just removing any doubt and any fear from our minds, Jesus. And thank you for helping to strengthen us. Just knowing, God, that in you, this is where our power lies. This is where our strength comes from. This I would like to say, thank you, Father. Thank you, God. So I'm dealing with issues of vulnerability, and it's been coming up for quite some time. I've been seeing it come into play. I've been seeing it come up in different um, scriptures. I've been seeing it come up in different um, sermons and messages by God's chosen people. And the word truly, it just, it shakes me to my core. And it makes me cringe, to be honest. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's, it's in these moments of honesty that we can be true to ourselves and be true to God. Because all of the things that we talk about and all of the... Uh, all of the... Um, facades that we'll put on for others, God sees right through it. And that's called vulnerability. If we can't be vulnerable with God, how can we be vulnerable with others? How? And in these moments of vulnerability, it takes so much out of us because we have to tap into a spirit of humility and that's hard. It's hard to be humble. Especially whenever you've tried so hard to build up a premise of strength that the moment that you have to be vulnerable, it's seen as a weakness. And that's something that we have to get away from because in this moment of vulnerability is where our strength comes from because it's not from us, but it's from God because we are truly relinquishing control to him. With that being said, the thing about God is that he truly is not concerned about where we're trying to go. <laughs> he is not concerned about where we're trying to go and who we're trying to be or who we are. But he's concerned about who we'll be when we get there. And 
I'm just learning that who we are right now is not who God sees us as. It's literally us trying to present a perfect image of what we think God wants. But how can we do that if we're not trusting in him? How can we do that if we're not vulnerable to him and truly relinquishing that control to him? How can I say, God, okay, I know that I am trying to be the best Christian I can be. I want to read my Bible uh, daily. I want to, you know, be able to speak life into others. I want to live a holy and... um, a holy life that consists of bringing people to you. And it's like, okay, well, that's awesome. That is totally awesome. But here's the thing. That's not going above and beyond because these are some of the things that he requires of us, but it does not say that we are defined by these things. What defines us in God's eyes is whenever we can, again, relinquish relinquish that control to him, give him full authority in our lives to do a work in us so that we're an instrument of his peace and we are made perfect through his work and not through our own. Vulnerability. One thing that came to mind was Joshua, the fifth chapter, 12th verse. It talks about the, uh, talks about the Israelites and Joshua once they were taken out of the land of slavery. With that, the 12th verse states, the manna stopped the day after they ate the food from the land that they arrived. There was no longer any manna for the Israelites, but that year they ate the produce of Canaan. So many times we feel as though God has taken away the provision that we've constantly seen because of something that we're not doing. And we feel vulnerable God, what, what, what should I do? I, I, I don't understand because, um, you know, you protected me at this job and you kept me close. And, you know, I always felt that I was I had favor. But now I, I can't imagine, you know, understanding the shakeup and where does that leave me? You brought me into a place that's new, a place that's different than what I knew before. And I don't have that same covering over me that I did prior. God, you have me in a new situation, a new relationship, and this is something that I am not privy to. Unfortunately, God, I have no experience in this area, but how, you know, before I just, you know, I I was just used to dealing with things the way that I knew how, and we feel vulnerable. We feel vulnerable that we're in a new location and 
the people who were once in our lives and our support system, they're not there anymore. And I don't understand how can I get through some of these things, God, because I don't have anybody here. I don't have that brethren that I can talk to about these things and level set with. God, why? What am I to do? And it's in these moments of vulnerability that God wants us to trust in him. And even in the scripture, Joshua 5th chapter 12th verse, God provided them with the manna. And they had that during the most tumultuous time of their life. They escaped from slavery, from bondage. They had nothing to eat. God provided them with food. He provided them with sustenance so that they can sustain their life. But whenever they got to the place that God had ordained them to go, he no longer wanted them to have that level of sustenance to keep them going from something in the past. He wanted them to enjoy the produce of Canaan, the produce, the, the things that the fruits of the new location. Hmm. He wanted them to experience something new and a product of where they were supposed to be, not where they were coming from. But in those moments, the, the, the Israelites, I'm sure that they were vulnerable. Like, okay, what do I do? There's no food. We don't have manna. You know, we actually have to go and work for these things. We have to try to find something new that's going to keep us going <laughs> in this new place. This is what God wants for us to do. But the thing is, as so did the Israelites most likely go through, they had to not try to figure it out themselves. If God provided them with the manna once they were first freed, in all essence, they should have trusted that God was going to do it again and again as he did before, right? But that's where human nature comes into play and vulnerability, not trusting that God is going to work it out for us. And whenever we're vulnerable, it's something outside of our nature. We don't want to be in a place where we don't have control where we don't know what's going on. It's human nature. Because what that does is takes us outside of our comfort zone. We don't feel safe and we don't feel secure because we don't have the provisions that we once had before. And so with vulnerability... It takes us outside of what we're prone to, what we're used to. In these moments, that's whenever we have to trust in God the most. We have to just give it all to him. We have to seek him. We have to 
deep dive into his word. And there are times I personally had have and had these moments where I did not want to. I was just in just such a rut that I didn't want to seek God. Because this was something that I actually had to do work and I had to sit in these moments and I had to open myself up to God and and truly be vulnerable, not only with my heart, but with my soul and my mind and tell God, you know what, I don't know what's next. That's the hardest thing to do because pride stands in the way. Ego stands in the way. Hurt stands in the way. This is where we have to get the confidence in the Lord. We have to just gain the confidence knowing that he has it all prepared for us. He knows what the next steps are that we need to take. Thank you, God. Galatians 5 and 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Wow. Wow. I got to write that down. I have to write it down. I have to write it down. Thank you, Father. He takes us out of slavery. He took the Israelites out of slavery. And he provided for them during the most difficult time for them, having to leave something behind that they knew, even though it wasn't good for them, even though it um, it kept them bound. It's something they had to become adapted to in order to survive. So whenever God takes us out of these moments of bondage and he provides for us we should not go back and be burdened again by the yoke of that slavery he knows what he's doing he knows exactly what he's doing and just knowing that he is so good And that he wants us to be trusting in him. Just, we have to love it. We have to love it because these moments, it shows exactly how obedient we are to him. He's just so good, and you know, um, we're gonna come to a close here. 
but I just want us to just understand that God is waiting for us to release it all to him. Release it unto him. Give him your heart. Don't be greedy with with pride and wanting to hold on to these things. Here we go. God, you're so good, man. I've been trying to go through through this uh, Bible, and he has just been leading me to the right scriptures. This was just in regards to the manna that uh, the Israelites ate. He provided them with everything that they needed. He released them from bondage. He sent them on their way. He had a leader who was focused on God. He had the leader who had faith enough to cross to cross the sea and split the sea in two through God's uh, through God's direction. Provided for them the manna that they needed. Got them to the promised land. And gave them the food that they needed in the promised land so that they were able to enjoy the produce of the land, the fruits of the land, of the, the land that they should have gone. And one thing that that brought to mind is Luke 12 and 24. Actually, Luke 12 and 22. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, or what you will wear. For life is more than food. And the body is more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? This scripture came to mind whenever I was just talking about manna because God provided the manna from above and they were so afraid to about the things. What am I going to eat? Okay, now I've made it out of here. Okay, God, so what's next? Where am I going to go? What is it that you would have for me to do? Um, How am I going to live up to your promise of what I need to be? How are you going to make this work and and give me the favor with these people that I need to have favor with? How are you going to provide for me in areas where I don't see it? How are you going to keep me covered from offense? And how are you going to keep me protected in my moments of vulnerability. And this scripture is so perfect. Do not worry. 
Don't worry about life, about what you'll eat, about your body, what you wear. And this is key. Because God says in Psalms 63 and 4, I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. I'm sorry, David said that I will bless you, Lord, as long as I live. And in your name will I lift up my hands. So it doesn't matter how we're feeling. It doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't matter how vulnerable we feel. As long as we do not worry about life. And as long as we bless the Lord in everything. And give him the opportunity to move in our lives. And not try to hold things to ourselves and take matters into our own hands, this is where the blessings can happen. This is where it can happen. So as I come to a close, I just want to pray us out. Father, thank you. Thank you, God, for, for today. Thank you. Thank you, mighty Father. Thank you, Abba, Father for what you are doing in our lives. Thank you for allowing us to be vulnerable with you. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to be able to come to you with any problems that we have, knowing that you are God and you are God alone and that you will cover us, God. You will strengthen us. You will abide in us and us in you. We just seek you, God. We seek your presence. We seek the Holy Spirit, God, just to come in and be a comforter to us, Lord Jesus, that the Holy Spirit just intervenes on our behalf and and drives out darkness, God, and drives out the doubt and the fear that try to come over us, Jesus, and that you just be present and fulfill us, God. Fill us up, first of all, God. Fill us up. Fill up our spirit, God, with what we need to make it through each and every day, God. But fulfill your promises in our minds and our hearts and our bodies and soul, God. The things that you've told us and that we're standing on in faith, God, we're just looking forward to this. And we stand in joyful hope, knowing, God, that once we allow you to move in our lives, God, that there is nothing outside of you that is too big. We just ask God for your forgiveness, God. For us not being faithful and knowing that you are Lord of all. As our loving Father, you know what we need. You know, Lord Jesus, that all children need love. All children need safety, protection. And most importantly, God, all children, they need to be able to come to their father with any problems. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for just being always there for us. Speaking life, I'm speaking blessings. I'm declaring and decreeing over each and every one of us, God, 
that your abundance just fall upon us and that your grace and mercy and favor just be always within us and right here for us, God. As long as we tap into you, we know that all things work for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. It is written, God, that if we trust in you, we have access to all of these things. And right now we're just claiming them and proclaiming them, God, and decreeing that you are God and God alone and that you have authority and dominion over everything in this earth and in heaven. And we're stepping into that, God. We're stepping into understanding this authority and what we have, what say we have, God, because of you, through you, for you, by you, and with you, God. Mm, we just thank you right now, Jesus, because this day is going forth a blessed day. Right now, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Y'all have a great day. I love y'all.